Hey friend, you are listening to the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Brown. I'm a professional home organizer, decluttering specialist, and business coach. I created POC to empower you to reach new heights in your business. Through insightful interviews, expert guidance, and actionable strategies, we will equip you with the tools that you need to excel. This podcast is not just about tidying up spaces. It's about building a supportive sisterhood of passionate professional organizers. Whether you're a seasoned pro or you're just starting out, this podcast is for you. So let's do this. All right, so welcome back to the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. On today's episode, I have Stacy Wallace, who is a leading expert in the field of business psychology, growth hacking, and personal life mastery. With over 35 years of corporate and entrepreneurial success, her signature 1% method of micro-progress has led to nine-figure success and supporting hundreds of thousands of small business startups. As the author of the breakthrough book, Fueled by Fire, a how-to book written to equip readers with the spiritual and tool set needed for powerful discernment in the boardroom, whether on stage or online, Stacy uses her unique warrior story of miraculous physical and financial breakthroughs to teach other business leaders how to turn setbacks into monumental comebacks. So thank you, Stacey, for being on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. We already had a good time right here in the pre-show, so it's going to be a good one. Yeah, and so we were kind of talking about what we wanted to talk to you all about listening, and we were talking about courses, and she's like, oh, I have like 100 and, was it 35 or 50? 130. Yeah, it's I've been around for a while, so for those of you that are just listening, I'm 53, uh, I look like an older version of Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> I started when I was 18 years old. So I've, I've been at it for quite a while and uh, have had tremendous success, but it's it's definitely been a journey. Wow. I love that. And, you know, with me just now getting my first course ready to go, that's what kind of got us in the, t- in the topic of um, analysis paralysis and needing it perfect before we release it and um, and so I was like, hold on, let's just hit record so we can, you know, the <laughs> listeners can hear what works because it's getting so good. Talk to me more about, because like I was telling you, I keep wanting to get it perfect before I put it out. And I'm like, oh, I can add this next thing or I could do this other thing or, you know, and I technically kind of have it ready to where I could release it and I could go ahead and record my videos, but I keep finding other things to put in it. So what would you say to somebody? I know they're not building courses, but starting their organizing business. I fell into this same thing. Yeah, it it is probably one of the greatest areas of self-sabotage is when we fail to get our business out the door. And what we do is we we are tweakaholics, right? (laughs) So we tweak it and we tweak it and we tweak it. And it really is paralysis by analysis. We keep looking at it thinking it could get better. I had the privilege for 12 years of my life to travel with a gentleman named Zig Ziglar, phenomenal author, writer, speaker, communicator, success coach, traveled around the world. And one of the things, and he wrote the first forward or the forward on my first book. And I'll never forget, it was one of the best life lessons about execution is that 
I went to him and we were doing these big events and stadiums and you know, we were with five U.S. presidents and all these athletes. And so we would get on stage and we would um, host these really big success events, you know, pyrotechnics and all of that. And then we would sit in the back because he was really the main speaker of the day, even though we had like Oprah Winfrey and Michael Jordan and you name it. Everybody was on this stage. He was the main slot for business development that everybody loved Zig Ziglar. Mm-hmm. We were sitting in the back and we noticed a, a hole in the market for faith-based mentorship and coaching. There was a lot on sales, a lot on marketing, on real estate, on investments, but to really hone a message that would speak to the marketplace about being okay with standing for something spiritually and taking that into your business and being grounded in your core values. And so he said, you should write a book. And I said, you're, you're the writer. I, he said, you should write a book. You can do this. And he said, Stacy, I'm at an age now where I'm just realizing I wish I would have done this early on. So I took time and I wrote a book called Mission Possible. It was my first book. He ended up writing the foreword on that book. But before he did, and this is where get a pen and paper, <laughs> he said to me, I, I went to him with the manuscript and I and it, it, it was like a coaching course because it had fill in the blank and it had worksheets. But it was in a a single book format. And I took it to him and I was so excited. And I said, all right, Pops, I want you to take a look at it. I would love for you to be, you know, to write the foreword on it. He takes my manuscript and he looks at it and he hands it back to me without reading it. And he goes, do it again. And I went, okay, okay. And he said, your first work will never be your best work. I want you to just take another look at it and come back to me and tell me, is this your best work? And so I went to it and immediately started getting into that paralysis by analysis. Like, oh, I could change this and oh, I can change this and oh, I can change this. So I changed a bunch of stuff and I went back to him and he said, he opened it. And this was, a, you know, a number of weeks later. And he looked at it and he said, you know what? This is actually, this is actually good. Let me ask you a question. Are these your stories? Are you telling other people's stories? And I had, you know, Zig Ziglar was a great storyteller. Mm -hmm. And so I learned from him to tell stories that help people get an aha. And I said, well, yeah, they're my stories, but some of them are your stories. And he goes, do you know the the people like Victor Sierra Bryakov? Did you contact his family? And I said, well, no, that that's a story that you've told. And I've listened to it since I was young. And he said, I want you to call Victor's family and interview them because you don't want to tell someone else's story. Even if it's someone else's story, at least be in the story, at least Mm -hmm. have connected with them. He taught me something that day that it's not about tweaking it to get better. It's making sure that you're making deep connections with people, whether you're writing a book, whether you've got a coaching program, whether you're doing organization, you want to make sure that you're speaking to your ideal demographic. And so I went back to him a third time. And when I did, he was like elated. And he said, now this is what I'm talking about. So he taught me something. And he says, now, Stacy, as good as this is, it will not be your best work. You could tweak it to death from this point forward and never get it out the door. Get it out the door because your next book will be better. And your next book after that will be better and better. And so here we are, eight books later, bestsellers and having you know written 130 plus classes and courses I've learned 
that it's okay to build the plane while it's flying. It's okay to build your coaching program while it's in its innovation process. In fact, we do everything live, even inside of our university model called Fuel by Fire, because I know I might teach a class and a program. I won't know how that reaches the people until I'm reading the chat. So I've got to get it out the door so I can see what are saying, oh my gosh, to what are people commenting about? What are they sharing? And that, that means that our programs and our classes are always evolving. So it means get it out the door. You're probably going to fix it, but at least get it to where you can be selling it. You can change people's lives with it. If it stays on your shelf, nobody's life will be changed and you'll never see monetization. Yeah, absolutely. We we actually, inside of my membership, which is my group coaching, um, we just last night had a call and one of the girls on there, she was saying how, you know, she was getting stuck on the price and she was kind of getting stuck in, in a few spots. And we talked about that and about how it's okay to to shift things. Like as you work with clients, right. you're going to see, oh, I like this. I don't like this. Or, oh, this worked with, you know, my clients and, and I really enjoyed that, but I don't really like this other thing. And But as you work with clients, it's the only way to build your business. If you don't ever launch and start the work with the clients, you don't know what you don't know. We have a, we have a statement inside. We have something called the big boom business launch. And I say launch ugly, get it out the door and have a concept or a value like inside of our company. We have a core value of constant optimization. We're always optimizing. It's like, it's not that my hair has to be perfect before I leave the front door. You know, I'm going to constantly, maybe the today it wasn't a great hair day, but tomorrow I can optimize. I can go, okay, I'm going to do it a little different tomorrow. The important thing is get out the front door, make sure you're connecting with people and don't let perfectionism, you know, again, God's not looking for your perfect. He's looking for your progress and your obedience to say yes. And so if you said, yes, I'm going to launch this business, but you haven't gotten out the door, you haven't really not only hear, but obey. Obey means execution. You've got to get it done, get it out the door. And you can always go back to the kitchen where the hamburger making is going. You know, nobody wants to really see what goes on in Gordon Ramsay's kitchen and the screaming and yelling and, and the food flying. What they care about is, oh my goodness, it just came out to me. It's plated well, which means good branding. It has a great aroma, which means it's it's hitting the fragrance, all the different elements of sight, sound, touch inside of your branding. And when they taste and see, it's good. So that could be one offer instead of 25. And you can then go from that one offer or that one class and go, okay, that went good. Recently, I have a, a girl that is a very, very strong certified nutritionist and, and really well, but she's wanting to do a new program. And she's been talking about this specific program literally for months and months and months. She's part of our mastermind program. And I, I said to her, what is going on? Why is this thing not launched? You should have this launched last year. And she's like, well, I just, I'm, I'm getting more research. I said, girl, you got so much research. Like the average person that's going to buy from you, you will blow them out of the water if you make it any bigger than it is right now. That could be like your second program and your third program. It's how I got to 130 because mm -hmm. there was always something more. So add it to a 20, a 10, you know, like we have social media 101, then mm -hmm. have social media 
201, social media advanced. But no, don't feel like you can't get it out the front door until it's perfect. Anyhow, she was able to make some tweaks. And I told her, I said, listen, I'm not going another day as your coach. Next week, I want to see class one. And she was like, oh my gosh, it's not ready. I said, I don't care. I'm there and I want to have better nutrition. Are you going to turn me away? <laughs> she said, no. I said, okay, I'm going to be in your class if I'm the only one. She says, well, you will be the only one. I said, great, I'm going to show up. And I want you, she did it. And quite frankly, she was way too intelligent. Right. It was phenomenal information, like amazing. Like she's so smart, got all these, this pedigree. And I said, girl, I don't have a clue what a lot of those words mean. You need to dumb it down. So she was spending so much time on research and she outpaced and out-researched the market. I told her, dial it back. Simple, simple, keep it simple, silly, right? Yeah. Really simple. Anyhow, so that is a, a huge lesson that I think all of us go through, especially, I mean, like, look at your background. Look at you. You're gorgeous. Your background is perfect. We want everything we do to show up perfect, but we got to remember the average person doesn't have that. They're looking to get that. What they mm -hmm. need is a voice of hope, help, healing, and direction to get them started. Calling all passionate professional organizers. Whether you are just getting started or you've been at this a while, exciting news awaits. Our revamped professional organizers coaching community is set to launch in September, and I am inviting you to be a part of this transformative journey. But hurry, enrollment is only going to be open from September 1st to September 10th. We're taking our commitment to your success up a notch. For just $47 a month, brace yourself for an enhanced experience that's designed exclusively for you. Every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern, we will meet. Throughout the month, you'll immerse yourself in two impactful group coaching sessions, one dynamic workshop, and a focused co-working session. As if that's not rewarding enough, the first Sunday of each month at 6 p.m. Eastern brings a bonus enriching group coaching session. And girl, we know that life gets busy, so we've got you covered. Our replay vault ensures you won't miss a moment. Can't attend a live session? Catch up on the replays at your convenience. Plus, remember, your membership fee qualifies as a legitimate business expense, making this a smart tax write-off. Our sisterhood offers unwavering support, accountability, and boundless inspiration. Your journey is our journey, and together we will thrive. You can find the links in the show notes below, or you can go to proorganizerscoach.com slash join to fill out your application, and we will see you in September. It reminds me of with the group coaching program and membership that I have. So back when I launched it, which was at January 1st of this year, before that, at the end of last year, God was like, all right, just start showing up. Just start doing free group coachings. And I started doing them. And then he gave me the next step. And he was like, all right, now let's figure out if we can put this in a membership. And so I did that step. And literally the women that I've shown up for and that I've walked with, every month it evolves where I'm like, oh, I did too many group coaching sessions this month. Got to dial it back because, you know, people are losing a little bit of interest. We think the more we give sometimes, the more valuable it is. When really what I just learned last month <laughs> was... The less often that I was offering a group coaching session, the more people that showed up 
because they didn't just automatically assume, oh, there's another one later this week and I'll show up to that. It became more valuable because it was actually less often and not so much in their face and so much stuff. And it's exactly what you're talking about with her, where she was offering too much value. She passed up and she just needed to dumb it down and keep it simple. And we forget that all the time. Well, we're thinking through our filter. And what we really need to do is think through the filter of our market. Like, so 95% of the people that come to our program, we uh, have a phenomenal ad strategy. 95, and we're a high ticket program that starts at $23,000 and goes up to over 100,000. So we have a very specific market. Now we start with people who are just scratch starting out, but they're done with the tinkering. They're ready to build a business. So when we run ads, they've got to be super specific. And then we've got to know there are people everywhere looking for what you've got. So how you package yourself as a, like you're saying, just throwing it all out there or being a specialist that you're going to give it to where they can consume it and apply it. A lot, there's a lot of consumption right now because mm-hmm. so many coaches are giving free content, free content. So consumption is high execution is low because if execution was high, we would see people's bottom lines flying through the roof. So even as coaches, those of you that are building your business right now, just remember, you don't have to give them a ton of content. What you need to give them is applicable content with a very clear call to action on every class or on every chapter, whatever it is that you're doing. And make sure that you're giving them bite-sized morsels that they can leave you in a set setting and go apply it to get progress. So it's moving the needle for, it's what we call the 1% method. The 1% method is a method of micro progress where we break people out of trying to be in the top 1%, right? It's way too big of a, of a, of a goal to try to figure out how am I going to be number one in my network marketing company, number one in the area of organization number. And I love that. I love there's books about like good to great. What can you be number one in the world at? And then there's books like the one thing. What is the one thing you can do today that's going to move the needle forward? So our 1% method is a method of micro progress. It's what my TEDx is about. So it's a method of micro progress where you basically look at the big seven areas of your life and business, faith, family, finance, Fitness, focus, freedom, and fun. If you don't have those elements to some degree inside of your life and business model, you will eventually defrag because they all work together. If you're feeling like your family's suffering, it's going to mess with your psychology. You're going to sabotage in some area. If your finances, if you're not making money, then something's going to be falling off over here and your heart rate's probably going to go up. You're going to have a high blood pressure. It all works together. So if you look at those seven areas, And you say, what can I do today? 1%, not a giant leap. I need to lose 25 pounds. What can I do today in the area of fitness? That's 1% better than yesterday. And it could be, you know what? Tonight, I'm not going to watch that TV show. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go for a walk. That's 1%. I'm in the area of family. Maybe it's, you know what? I'm not going to work till seven tonight. I'm going to go home at five and I'm going to have dinner with my family. 1%. And as you begin to apply small movements of micro progress, it's like a penny doubled. You know, a penny seems so worthless on its own, but doubled in 30 days becomes over $5 million. 
And that's the way what we call, we say, boom, break out of mediocrity. Mediocre thinking is thinking in two big abstracts instead of thinking in micro distinctions. And the micro movements of what you do today, if you do them consistently over and over and over and over again to create habits, you will change every area of your life and you'll be an example that other people who may not be as smart as you can follow. I love that. And it it brings it down to where it's tangible. It's Mm. something that we can execute. I think like you were saying, we make it so big, we don't know what that next step is to take, which I think is where a lot of us get stuck. We just don't know. We're like, oh my gosh, a whole organizing business. Well, I can't do that tomorrow. So let me just not do anything instead of, okay, what is 1% more today than yesterday? What is something that you know, I can do small today, but by the time it doubles over 30 days, all of a sudden you have a business and you're working with clients and you're doing all the things and you're like, wow. But, you know, even (laughs) when you said the, instead of watching TV, taking a walk, even for me, I think it was a few nights ago, there's this little Debbie cake I always reward myself with at the end of the day. And I chose to stop eating it because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gaining weight. Like I need to stop, you know? And that one change really did make me feel better. <laughs> it's amazing how little things, you, you said it a minute ago and it was really, really good. You said about doing something every day. We call that stacking yeses. And you related it to feeling like God had inspired you to do something and you did it and you just gotta go, what is he asking me to do today? A yes could be truly as simple or, or stacking yeses or even stacking wins if you want to look at it that way. For me, I'm very faith-based. So stacking what God asks me, I wake up every morning and I say, good morning, Holy Spirit, what would you have of me today? And before I open up my phone, before I open, before I even open my eyes, I wait and I listen because I really don't want to be about my business. I want to be about being a conduit of heaven on earth. So if today he says, you know what, I want you to clear your schedule I want you to just go out and and be with the birds. <laughs> you know, I obviously, you can see I live on a big ranch and, and there's days where he wants me not to think. He wants me to just be with him and, and I want to be available to that. So that would be a yes, right? I'm stacking yeses. It could be uh, he gives me a name before my face or I see somebody's face and I feel like I need to just call him and give him a word of encouragement. It doesn't have to be every single day that I'm walking into a boardroom doing a nine figure deal, although I can do those, but it's being available to the little micro distinctions of movement that are attached to your calling. So we could also call those stacking wins. Uh, For some people who live a very disorganized life, surely not the people that listen and follow you, but for those that live a disorganized life, and this might be something you guys can use with your clients is stacking wins. Um, It could be as simple as, I'm going to go seven days and make my bed. That's a 1% move of micro distinction. Not only is it better organization, not only does it put your brain in a better mental capacity that you look back and see accomplishment, you see a win. Maybe Mm -hmm. it is today, I'm just going to go out and I'm going to walk to the end of my driveway and back. It's a win. Check it off. So those stacking yeses, which is obedience or stacking wins, which is application, gives you, and this goes into business psychology, gives you a psychological advantage versus sitting feeling like, oh my gosh, there's just so much to do. I feel so stressed out. I feel overwhelmed. And overwhelmed is a psychosis of the mind. It doesn't exist. 
It's a psychosis of the mind that tries to convince you you're out of capacity. And here's the cool thing about capacity. It's limitless. So if you feel overwhelmed with all the things, it just means you need a reset of your mind to say, wait a minute, I'm maybe I'm not great with time management. Maybe I'm not great with organization. Maybe I'm not great with collaboration. So I've only got 24 hours because I do everything myself. But collaboration, which is why scripture says, I wish that you would dwell together in unity because I get 24. And if you and I partner, now we've got 48. And if we partner with somebody else, we have 70, 72 or 96, whatever the numbers are. I'm not great at math, but I'm great at collaboration. We are able to break the psychosis that stops most business leaders from ever getting out the door because we rethink, we reboot, we recalibrate, and sometimes we have to reinvent our entire business. Yeah, and and we have to be okay with doing that. (laughs) Because if not, you can easily get stuck in the, well, I've done it this way, so I should continue to do it this way, or this way was working for a while. Why is it not working now? If you're not open to figuring out those questions and asking them and being observant of your business, you're not going to get anywhere because we get so attached to the outcome or to the like, oh, like even for me this week, all of a sudden I had one co- uh, one organizing session this week, which is never happens to me. Like I do organizing sessions four to five days a week, every week. Well, this week, all of a sudden I only had one. And I was like, you know, I could have, I started to panic at first, to be honest. And then I literally was like, no, I'm working on the podcast this week. I'm working on the coaching, the membership. Let me focus on that. And then the one, one organizing session I had, she canceled on me. (laughs) And I was like, okay, God, I guess we're spending more time in the office this week. You know, like, Instead of just being like, oh my gosh, I'm horrible. I have no clients. This isn't working. What, you know, I was like, no, no, no. I have a launch coming up for the membership from September 1st through the 10th. I need to be focusing there right now. So of course, God opened up my schedule this week or I wouldn't have gotten anything done. (laughs) And that's where voices come to kill, still and destroy your progress. If you have, I'll never forget in 2000, so we, like I said, we've been around, we took a company public at $1.2 billion market cap back in the early 2000s. We semi-retired, we were like 36 years old, was in telecom, and we're like, we're done for life, now we can do whatever we want to. So we we moved to Arkansas and we started a nonprofit organization for We Rescue Women and Girls, and this was 2007. And everything was amazing. And it's like, this is so great. And so we're pouring all of our money into this nonprofit organization. And then 2008 hits. And it's like, "Ah!" and we were crushed financially in 2008 and 2009, like crushed. Like we were like, we're giving away all this money. Surely God's going to just turn it around. And honestly, our story is pretty phenomenal, but we've We've had multiple times where he's had us either go through setback like that or in 2017, where we were at our highest peak earning potential and we were making more money than we'd ever made in our lives. He asked us to give it all away to the poor and to feed the homeless. So both my husband and I at the same time stepped out of our careers and gave all our money away. It's a crazy story. But back in 2008, my husband was laying on the floor 
he was in what I would call, he wasn't fetal, but emotionally he was in fetal position, but he was prostrate out going, God, where did I miss it? Why is, why have I taken my family through this gap as if it wasn't, you know, 2008, 2009 was crazy for everybody. So he's laying there. He's emotional. He had put out 200 resumes at, to companies. Now he was the COO for a multi, well, a billion dollar company. So he should be able to get jobs any, anywhere, anytime. Nothing. Not a single returned phone call on 200 resumes. He had a recruiter. He had people working. Not a single returned phone call. You talk about making a man feel impotent. Like he was like, what? I don't understand it. Am I worthy? Is something wrong? Am I, is something wrong with me, God? And so in that moment, he came to me as his wife and he said, I don't know what to do. And I said, well, have you put out the resumes? And he said, I've put out 200. And I said, is your heart right? You know, are you operating according to what we believe are kingdom principles? Um, do you feel like you're, you're going after the right type of job? He said, yes, yes, yes. And I said, baby, go take a nap. <laughs> like you're freaking out. Sometimes your biggest act of faith is just go take a nap and trust that all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to a much higher purpose than making money or putting food on the table. There's always the flow of something bigger than what you think you're doing. And I really believe that a lot of times it's us. We're not getting it out the front door. And if we have done everything we know to do to stand, and I say stand, maybe take a nap, go on a walk with the kids, give yourself permission to laugh and not be in performance mentality all the time. And then watch how God goes to work on behalf of your business, on behalf of your family, all those big F words, faith, family, finance, fitness, focus, freedom, fun. Watch how when you get out of stress into flow, things start to happen on your behalf. Yeah, I love that. And honestly, I love how you know, just like, like I mentioned earlier, the group coaching session we had last night, it's like, God's bringing these things up in my life and for me to talk about, but it's literally our conversation is going exactly with that, where we were talking about like our mindset and just making sure that whether you want to call it being in the right posture, whether you want to call it trusting, like whatever it is and whatever you want to call it, if, if we're not in that place of knowing that, okay, I've done everything I can it is what it is. That's my favorite saying. That's how I remind myself. I'm like, it is what it is. Like, I can't do anymore because I used to be that person that was like, no, 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 I have to fix this. I have to do this. I've got to get all the things done, do all the things, make sure everything's perfect. But God can't bless that. Our hands aren't open. We're like this. We're like, I, 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 I can do this. And so what I love is exactly what you said. It's a way of opening our hands and being like, okay, let me go take a walk. Let me go, you know, whatever we consider. And like you said, if we're out of balance in those seven areas, well, it, fun. I heard you say fun is one of the areas. <laughs> right. And if we're not having fun, we become grumpy, mean people. It, I mean, sometimes that's where, like when I said that to my husband that day, are, are you right? Are, is your heart right? Are you in a good space with, with, your, with your family, with, with me, with God? And the answer was yes, 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 yes. But if there is, like, if you do a self-audit, we do something called the sweet spot audit. If you do a personal audit of those areas and you're like, you know what? I've just been short with people. I've been grumpy. I've been mean. 
you, that's not the way you were created to be. You weren't created to be that way. So some, somewhere you're a little off track. Go back to whatever it is and say, cause you know, off track, just little 2% is not a big deal unless you're going to Hawaii and you know, over that ocean, 2%, you're going to end up in the middle of the ocean. Those micro distinctions, those small little foxes that can spoil the vine. And so look at those areas and say, am I, am I happy to be around? Am I full of joy? Because part of magnetism in business is you got to be somebody people want to hang out with. You know, I've got people that want to come out to this property and be in one of our transitional homes or be a part of what we're doing out here because we have intentionally made it a point that this is a place when you come on this property, you will feel peace. More than anything else, you'll feel peace that passes any concept of logic or understanding. Well, to build that, it requires intentional thinking on everything from the roads to the, to the gardens, to the chickens, to the horses, to, to making sure that there is an ether of peace. Well, what is it about your business that is going to draw people to say, I want some of that? If it's not fun, if it doesn't experience freedom, like, we're talking about organization. You know, I have had so many people who they'll come and they are pack rats, for example. And it's so mind boggling to think of cleaning it all up. And I'm like, you know what? What is your, your number one go-to drawer in your kitchen? And they're like, oh, well, we got this junk drawer. And I'm like, we're starting with that drawer. I want you to go between now and next week. I want you to empty that drawer and take a picture and send it to me. I want to see it empty. And then I want you to only put back in that drawer things that you have used in the last 90 days. If you haven't used them, they're going to go to a different drawer. 90 days. Well, girl, we all have that drawer where stuff has been in there forever. But it has to be that simple. We have to break it down for people that they're not feeling overwhelmed by organizing their life or their office or, or their, their time. But they get to a place where they have these little, little wins. And it's like, you know what? I feel really good about that drawer. And they're going to tell their family, come here, let me show you my drawer. <laughs> or it becomes two drawers and then it becomes the living room and then it becomes the closets. And it just gets bigger and better with 1% micro distinctions. Yeah. It brought to mind when I do sessions, I make sure we turn music on because mm -hmm. I want to create the environment of like, we are having fun. It's me and a woman that, you know, might be a mom or she might be, a, you know, a wife or she might this may be one, the one day she took off work this week to do a session with me and for us to declutter things. Hmm. And if I don't go in with the intention of I want to create an environment where she feels safe, we can talk, but it's fun. A, she's never going to invite me back because it's going to be too overwhelming. And B, like we just, I think we just forget to put ourselves in our client's shoes. We're so stuck in our own minds. Where if we can pull back and be like, if I were to hire an organizer, what would I want the session to look like? What would I want the conversation to be like? And if we treat others like we would want to be treated in that situation, they're going to feel that. And then we are able to receive the way that we're meant to receive. And it's literally as simple as that. But it's that we don't take the time to think ahead, like you said, to step back and I love that you said, go spend time with the birds, because that's my thing with God. When me and God are spending time together, I'm with the birds. You know, for those of you listening, I just want to remind you that like God has got you. Everything mm -hmm. is meant to work the way it's supposed to work. And it's not, it is our calling, 
but it's not for us to do. It is, but we have to give up that control and know we're going to be okay. So good. So powerful. Every great leader has to go through this, I call it a gauntlet. You've got to go through the gauntlet of performance. I have a six-day free mastery course that we teach online. Knowing that we're so high-end and high-ticket, I feel convicted often to make sure that we're doing as much free for the general community as possible so that people don't come into one of our classes and go, well, how would I ever afford you? Well, that's why we give so much free and why I do so many podcasts and make sure that we are always offering. And, and inside of this particular mastery course, we talk about something, about, it's the legacy model, and it's, it's an acronym that we run people through. And one of the beautiful things, when you are able to just boil it down to the simplicity of, am I where I'm supposed to be? Have I said yes? Am I stacking yeses of what I know I'm called to do? And then am I making sure that I'm doing it with extravagant generosity? Then you will be able to, and I, I hope for, you know, you mentioned something a while ago about people getting stuck or something that you just talked about getting stuck on pricing. I'm going to challenge you whoever that is, whichever client of yours that is, first off, you've got a great coach. And Samantha is phenomenal. Number two, whatever you're thinking, double it. Whatever the price point is you, you're thinking of, double it. There are way too many generalists in the marketplace who are offering general information, and it is a watered-down conversation. What people need are specialists. Because they've done every free course imaginable, every $49 course imaginable. So I say, whatever it is that you're offering, why? Because chances are you're going to give more than organizational skills. Add a specialty feature to what you have that'll allow you to up-level your pricing. It puts you in a different demographic of people. And now people aren't just getting a widget or a practice from you. They're actually getting us. It's like going, I, I can have somebody operate on my brain, but I'm going to find out who is the specialist on my brain. And then for me personally, I'm going to find an incredible brain surgeon that is also sharing my faith. So every micro distinction that I add to that up levels what I'm willing to pay. Would I pay an extra $25,000 to know that I've got one of the top three brain surgeons in the world? And one of them shares my core values. You better believe I'd pay an extra $25,000. Found the sweet spot. And so as you continue to do that with your clients, I just, I, I love what you're doing. I love the value that you're bringing and anything that we can do to provide value to your people. We just invite them over to come to one of our free classes, check it out, get some of the, I, and I love it when people come in and they take, you know, our sweet spot audit or our legacy model and use it. Um, inside of their programs. We want to see people blessed. We want to see your businesses flourishing. And most importantly, we want you to be an influencer in the marketplace um, of a new voice. You know, we believe we're raising up the voice of a new generation, the voices that are truly speaking solutions, speaking love, generosity, mm -hmm. compassion. Uh, I taught, teach something about the 40th floor and above, which is a concept and a teaching about getting out of things that are just on earth which is about money and cars and houses and, and even our children and our family. We don't get to take those with us after this life. So how do you get into a mindset of things that are above this world? 
Well, you got to be thinking about love. You got to be thinking about, am I bringing joy to the marketplace? Patience, kindness, goodness. And when you do that, you become incredibly magnetic because it's the missing link for all those people who are disorganized. They're not disorganized because they don't know where to put their keys. They're disorganized because something's missing in their life. And if you can become the specialist that provides that, it'll be like a silver platter, not a Whataburger cheeseburger. It'll be like a Ruth's Chris dining experience. Yeah, I love that. And for you listening, we will make sure to put all of her links in the show notes of where you can find her. And Stacy, I myself am about to go get anything free I can from you because after us meeting, I am so drawn to you and so exactly what you said, because you're showing up with love and joy and excitement, it it's magnetizing me to be like, oh my gosh, I want to take that. For all of you listening, please, please, please go take anything you can of Stacey's. I am so excited to like share the links and share with them. And I just, I thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I truly do. And what you're doing for the women and kids. And, you know, it's one thing to, like you said, gain all this money and gain all this, you know, whatever. But if on the other end, you're not blessing people with it, then what are you doing with it? And so I love the fact that you all are, you know, helping people and that you have a nonprofit that is specifically helping people so that way you can, you know, keep being kind of the conduit that blesses others through what you all are doing. There is a, a principle that we teach, um, you know, obviously in our faith, we believe in tithes and offerings and giving, um, but we believe going way beyond that. We think that's kind of old school, Old Testament, old old thinking. We believe in giving all and we've done that. So that's why it's a little easier for us than some people who've never given everything of themselves and to see that, believe it or not, you don't implode, you don't die, you don't suffocate, you don't starve to death. There is an economy, an economic system that's out of this world, but you can't tap into it with talent or abilities. You've got to tap into it through obedience and listening and meditation. And so um, there's a, a beautiful journey that I think awaits, Samantha, even you. I don't think it's by accident I'm on your podcast. Mm-hmm. I think the people that are listening to you, God has drawn them to you. You are going to become a source of hope, help, and healing to them. But through you, I believe that heaven needs ambassadors and needs conduits of yes, we connect on the marketplace, but it's more important we're connecting through the heart of helping people live purpose-driven, faith-based, highly profitable lives and businesses that create generosity. And you know, we started off at 10% and then we went to 20% and then we went to 30%. And we've been blessed to go, and our dream is to be 90% like like JC Penney's to give 90% and be able to function and build our business and everything off 10%. We follow David Green, who is the Hobby Lobby. He's over 50% giving. It's an $8 billion organization, 50% uh, giving off their profits. So when you when you get into that mindset about instead of being sticky with what can I get, becoming a, a conduit of how much can I give, you tap into a whole different level of abundance. And I look forward to walking out that journey with you and can't wait to see you in one of our programs. Thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast. And for you listening, don't forget, we are opening up our doors to the membership from September 1st through the 10th. And it's the only time that you can join through the rest of 2023. We've got workshops, we've got coaching, we've got co-working sessions. 
But more importantly, we have each other. And that is what I am in the process of building because I believe in everything we just talked about. I believe in supporting each other and making sure that you know that other women have your back as you're walking this journey out. So go to ProOrganizersCoach.com and thank you, thank you, thank you, Stacy, for being on the podcast. My privilege. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Pro Organizers Coach podcast. If you've gotten any value from today's episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. It really helps us grow and it warms my heart to hear from you. And make sure to stay connected with us on socials at Pro Organizers Coach. Then go to ProOrganizersCoach.com to find all the ways that we can help you succeed in your business. You have the power to make a difference in people's lives through decluttering and organization. Keep honing your skills, embracing those challenges, and fostering connections within our organizing community. Progress will come with every step, so keep pushing forward and you will achieve your dreams. Girl, you've got this.